Blog Talk Radio. Move. We need to move. 
Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Well, thank you for tuning in tonight. This is Angela Joy from Southeast Georgia. And we Hallelujah. I hope you um, situations arising that, you know, you didn't expect or I knew all about it, and he is still God. It doesn't change the fact that he's God. It doesn't change into your situation, and he can change the situation. We just have to believe and know that he is God. Well, thanks for tuning in. As I said, this is Angela Joy from Southeast Georgia. And uh, if you're listening by Internet and you want to call in, you can reach out at the number of 319-527-6027. That is 319-527-6027. And I missed the text last week, but I hope I don't miss it this time. Uh, Got kind of caught up and I didn't see it on the line, but if you want to text, go ahead and do so. You can Text in at the 214-505-8719 number. That is 214-505-8719. Well, again, we want to say thank you for tuning in tonight, and I'm happy to be here a little bit more rested. Uh, Just had to say I got to do what I've got to do, and, hey, it's been a busy day, but I'm here to to be with you and to pray with you and to um, just believe with you that God will accomplish the things that you need him to accomplish in his not in in your life because you know he is God and that's what he does best. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And um if you are listening, like I said, by internet, you can call that number. And also if you're in the queue and you want prayer, just please press one to raise your hand that I might see it and be able to stand in agreement with you. Uh, I, I just love that song. Song. I'm going to end up playing it again because uh, I just sense that we are in a position and in a place that God is moving. He's moving all the time. But I believe that there is a special anointing tonight for God to uh, move on our situations and uh, help us to go through this with an understanding that he is with us. Uh, I was meditating on some things earlier today and, uh, you know, just things that the enemy would like to, you know, bring to your attention and have you focus on. And it just came to me, you know, where it says, this too shall pass. It will pass. Whatever it is we're going through, it will pass. Uh, The devil will, you know, try to make you think that you're stuck and you're not going to go anywhere. But if you grab hold to God. He will pull you through. And you just tell the devil, I'm going through, and I'm going to flourish in the process in spite of what it looks like. Because, you know, a lot of times we are going through a process because we are being processed to be able to move to the next place and um, position that we need to be in. You know, it's just like with um, some processing food or something, okay? You know, um, don't want to get gory or anything, but you think about beef. You know, it goes through a process of becoming ground chuck. <laughs> it doesn't just pop off the, the uh, animal as as ground chuck. <laughs> it has to go through a process. And sometimes you might feel like you've been like ground chuck. <laughs> you have gone through a process where you have just been, you know, kind of chopped up, you know, so that you can um, 
get through where you got to go through. But whatever it is, in spite of what it looks like, uh, ground chuck became ground chuck because it went through a process. You're going to be in a place, in a position that God is calling you to, to access the things that he wants you to have because you've gone through a process. Hallelujah. That uh, situation with the ground chuck, it didn't just hop off the animal and end up in your uh, local grocery store without going through a process. It went through a process for you to be able to digest it and it for it to be usable and uh, digestible for you. So you're going to have to go through a process so that you are going to be able to be in a place, in a position that the things of God you're going to be able to digest because you've gone through the process of being and getting there. Hallelujah. And you know what? I'm sure, as you know, as I know, it's not a good feeling to go through a process. You know, you go through a process, and there's a lot of things involved with you being processed. And some of the things that we experience in life is simply being able to go through the process so that we can get the benefit of what the processing will do on the other side. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. It may not look like what you expect, you know, it to look like right now. But after the process is finished, it's going to look the way it needs to look, you know, because we are to come through this process of refining. It's refining us. The things that we experience, the things that we go through, they are to refine us and help us be better and more stable and more, you know, on target for what we have been put here on purpose to be. So, yes, it's painful. Yes, sometimes it looks like we're not going to even get through the process. But we can't worry about what it looks like because what is it? We're supposed to walk by faith and not by sight, not based on what we see with our natural eyes, but what we know the word of God says about the situation. And so God has a plan for you. God has a plan for me. And that plan was for you before you were ever thought of, even by man, before your parents had a thought, before they even knew there was a plan for you. So seek, and you will find the direction from God to endure the process. Hey, we're in a time right now, I was trying to, uh, I was talking to my son earlier today, and um, (laughs) of course none of us are really, always, you know, necessarily in the place that we need to be with God. So, I mean, he had a lot of questions about, you know, what is going on, and he had his own very uh, staunch mindset about what's going on, you know, with the nation of Israel and and the country, you know, uh, countries around them, the Gaza Strip, you know, all of that. I mean, he had his own, he's done his research, so to speak. And, um, you know, I just simply, basically, you know, I kind of, just looked at him as, you know, he was you know very intense about, you know, what he was saying. And it was like, you know, regardless of what it looks like, we have to trust that there is a God and that he knows what he is doing and that we know that our eye should be on a nation that really sets the timetable for the end time. It, 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 it plays into this timetable 
that we are going to go through in these final days here on earth and um, have sort of a, a, a sense of where we are concerning the word of God and the Bible. And, you know, with that, he kind of like, hmm, okay, you know, just look at this, whatever's going on, whether you understand, whether you agree, just know that this is a time where a process is taking place, that we will end up where God wants us to end up according to his time after the process. So don't get all caught up in certain things. Just know that this is the process that God has chosen for this time, for this place, this people, and the rest of the world to be in, to be able to benefit from accessing God. You know, Jesus is coming back. And, um, you know, he, he just wants to kind of think, wow, well, do we have a little more time? And it's like, I don't know how much time we have, but I know he's coming back. And I know that we are looking at things that are allowing us to see things be set in order to let us know that the platform is being set for Jesus to come back. So I'm excited about uh, just knowing that in spite of what it looks like, we can always look to the word of God. We can always look to God to know that he is the author and the finisher of our faith. And uh, I'll just read this. Uh, it's Psalms 46, and God is a refuge for his people. In spite of what we're going through, God is our refuge. And so it says, with God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we will, um, will not fear, though the earth be moved and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Though the waters therefore roar, okay, guys, I'm back. <laughs> I got kicked off. I don't know what's going on, but anyway, we know God is in control. So anyway, I was just saying, remember that no matter what we're going through, the word of God lets us know that he is our refuge and he's a very present help in time of trouble. You know, that's what we can depend on. And we can know that um, in spite of what it looks like, he's there. You know, I can't, I didn't have an answer. Well, certainly some has some thoughts about with the uh, situation in Israel. And, um, you know, I don't have the answers. I just know that it's a timetable that's been set and it's running, (laughs) hallelujah, Uh, in regards to the return of the Messiah. And um, that's what we all, you know, we're looking for. We as Christians, we are looking for the return of the Messiah. And uh, I was letting them know I don't have the answer to everything. I don't don't understand. And no, I can't agree with you that, you know, they're not a perfect people and neither are we. But they're God's chosen. That nation was chosen. And there has been things that have been happening that uh, with that nation that I don't have an answer for. But I know that God is going to send his son back. 
and that in spite of what it looks like, we're going to get through to him. He's making a way. He's coming back. And also in Psalms, you know, weeping may endure for a night, but his joy comes in the morning. And so I was talking about how we can look forward to things coming to pass. This too shall pass. What's going on in your life today is going to come to pass. It's going to pass. What's going on over in Israel, there's a timetable. That thing is playing out, and it's going to pass. And what do we do? We look with expectation that God is in the midst of it, and he knows exactly what he's doing. So guess what? I'm looking for a move of God in spite of the chaos that's going on in the world today. I'm looking for Jesus. I'm looking for the hand of God. I'm looking to say and to see this too shall pass. So no matter what you're going through, we're expecting a move. It's no, it doesn't matter what the atmosphere try to make you get caught up in. You can speak the word of God into that atmosphere and you can release worship into that atmosphere and you can expect change because that's what you've been designed to do, to worship God, to change the atmosphere and to move into the place in the realm of the spirit to see things change because you've activated something in the atmosphere by expectation, by faith, by not focusing on the things that you see, but on the things that the word of God has already released into you by faith. And so be at peace today. That's all I had to say tonight was that I just felt like peace needs to envelop our atmosphere tonight. There's a lot going on, even in your personal life, but there's a lot going on in the world. And when that happens, it just seems to shift some things. So be at peace tonight. Know that all things are working together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. You have a purpose, and it's working out. Don't be dismayed. Keep your peace. The enemy wants to rob us of our peace a lot of times. But remember, God has a plan for you. He has a plan for me, and we're going to walk out that plan. We're determined to walk out that plan because God set that plan in order for us to do just that. So hallelujah. I'm going to play this song one more time, and I'll be taking calls. I just felt this is the song for us tonight to focus in on expecting a move from God, expecting some things to shift, even expecting some things to be birthed where you felt like you've been barren. I mean, I've gotten there lately. You know, I've I've felt such a barrenness at times. Like, okay, what am I producing here? What's coming forth here? And it's just because I believe there's something going on that would try to drain us, try to shift us out of being in that place of peace, of in the refuge that we know is ours. You know, he is our refuge. God is our refuge. He's an ever-present help in time of trouble. You know, ever-present means 
He's always there. It, I mean, it can't get any simpler than that. Ever present. He's always there. He doesn't miss a beat. He doesn't check out. He's always checked in. He's present. It may not appear that he is. We may not sense that he is, but he is because we believe by faith that he's everything that he says in his word that he is. And many times, you know, I was told you earlier, I was talking to my son. It's like not understanding the word of God, like, okay, this is, yeah, this is, yeah, the Bible. Okay, yes, and it's a lie, and it's action. Hallelujah. It's not some words that are just written on a page. It's practice, and it's a lie. Hallelujah. If you want to just look at it and read it as a history book, or in his case, you know, a medical book, <laughs> that's fine. But that's not what it is. Is the word and it's alive. I mean, when we take an understanding, when we get an understanding, when we grab hold of God and his word just like that, we can expect a move. No, it's not, it, it has um, historical information, it has a historical background, as I was mentioning to him. You know, these aren't just some stories in a book where David slew Goliath and it was a nice, and I know you, Sunday school, you had it and, and you read it and, oh, it was like, no, that's not some cute little fable like Disney puts out with their fairy tales. This is real and it's historical. You can do your research on it. You can take that to the bank. God is real. He's alive. His word is alive. And we can grab hold of his word, and we can bank on his word because he is his word. Hallelujah. Didn't the word let us know he is the living word? That's who he is. He's the living word. Ha. Glory be to God. There's no if. And or but about it, he is the word. He came as man, and he walked this earth, and he came as the word to fulfill the word. Glory be to God. So I just kind of sit here. I had that discussion with him and kind of sit here and just observe. I didn't get upset. He was getting a little here. I want to let you know, this is not the the books that you had, you know, that you studied. This is God who is alive in his word. Glory be to God. I can feel his presence even now. He is alive. He's alive in you if you accept this Jesus. He's alive in you. He's alive in me. What does the word let us know? We live have our very being in him. I'm not moving on my own. I'm not moving. And guess what, folks? I don't want to move on my own. I want to live and move and have my very being in him. Why? 
because he designed me and he made me and he knows what my purpose is. And in order for me to fulfill my purpose, he's got to live and move and have his very being in me. That's how the purpose will be fulfilled. It can't happen any other way. Oh, I might go out and do some stuff, and it's going to be by my own strength if I'm out of the will of God. But when we have him in us, directing us, his spirit leading us and guiding us, we can trust that we're going to end up right where he wants us to be. At the time, he wants us to be there. We can trust in the word of God. Oh, it does have history, (laughs) but it has his spirit. It's alive. You know, these are interesting times that we're living in. There's so much going on. But one thing that doesn't change is God. He's the same yesterday. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yesterday today, and forever. He doesn't flake out on you. He's going to stick with you. He's not going to be a fair-weather friend when the times get rough and you can't find them. He's going to be with you closer than a brother. So we're expecting a move. We know he's God, and he's not going to change. Hallelujah. So the song says Mountains are still being Strongholds are still being loosed God we believe Cause yes we can see it That wonders are still what you do I love this when y'all says And bodies are still being raised God, we believe, yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. We are here for you, come and do what you do.
Hallelujah. We are expecting a miracle because miracles happen when he moves. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. Just read these scriptures and I will pray and then we'll get started. O Lord, I extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and has made my foes and has not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried unto thee. And thou hast healed me. O Lord, thy, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. Mm. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. For his anger endures but a moment. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And in my prosperity, I said, I shall not be moved. So, Father God, we thank you tonight. We thank you for those who have come on tonight. I decrease that you increase. I have nothing to offer except for an empty vessel I prayed that is poured out so that you can use me. Just to pray with your people, to have faith and to stand with them and that they be not moved away from you, O God, but they will be moved to you and to expect miracles when you move. Hallelujah. Not in our own strength, but when you move. Miracles happen when you move, God. So I move out of the way tonight, God, so that you can move in and we can expect miracles. That's the kind of God we serve. That's who he is. That's what it's all about. My God, that's what it's all about. It's about him moving and being in us, living and moving and having his very being in us so that the manifestation of who he is will come forth for the glory of God. So, Lord, we thank you tonight, and we give you the glory and the honor and the praise as you take your place here tonight. And you do what you do, being God. Hallelujah. We're going to go ahead and take our thanks again for some information. All right, so let's go ahead and get started, and I'm going to start with our first caller and believe God to find some paper here. Guys, if you believe that I'm still, I got an extension on some tax stuff. I'm still working on a whole bunch of paperwork here. Let me move this out of the way. Y'all, y'all send a prayer cross over here. <laughs> Glory be to God. All right, so there that is going to be 704-492. Are you there? Hello, 704-492. Are you there? Okay, well, let's try refreshing it. I don't know. Sometimes it gets stuck. Okay, let's try it one more time. 704 704- 
492, this is Angela Joy, and who am I speaking with? Well, maybe they stepped away a little early, so maybe they're not asleep. So I'm going to come back to that. 704492. Hmm. Okay, well, I'll, I'll check back with that number. Okay, let's try 828989. Are you there? Hi, Angela Joy. It's Jennifer from North Carolina. Hi, Jennifer from North Carolina. How are you tonight? Uh, I'm awesome. Praise God. Well, that, that's always good to know. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is an awesome testimony in itself. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We just reverence you, God. We we just reverence you on this call tonight, and we just thank you for Jennifer. And, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that as um, I just saw Jennifer, I don't know, this is a little tool that people have in their hand when they're out gardening. And, um, uh, you know, and just symbolic of planting, you know, planting something, planting something. And it's, it's a tool, that little shovel-like thing people, like, stick in the ground to dig holes, and to plant things. And I saw this come up as you announced who you were. And, Lord, I don't know, uh, oh, glory be to God. And I, I just thank you, and I just felt, I feel led to say it just came to me like this, planting seeds of righteousness, hallelujah, glory be to God. And it's almost like um, God sees you planting seeds of righteousness. Um, that came to me right after I saw that about describe what the thing is I saw in my hand and planting, like you were planting. And it, it's, a, it, it's ground that has been ready. <laughs> it's ground that is uh, prepared for you for that particular thing and to plant the seed of righteousness. And that, you know, I just sense the Lord will is saying to you, as you plant the seeds of righteousness, God will water them, and you can ex- to come forth because you took the step of faith. Because a lot of times, you know, we, we want God to do things for us. You know, in general, we, we ask God for certain things, and, you know, a lot of times, sometimes we're, God is waiting on us. So it's like with certain things that we ask God for, in order for him to water that thing and in order for him to see that thing flourish and come forth and flourish is that we first have to take the step of faith of actually doing something so that God will be able to cause that thing to magnify and be manifest. So, Lord, we just thank you tonight. I don't know exactly all the details of what you're saying here, but I thank you, God, that you know and that Jennifer is your daughter. And she has a relationship, and she has an ear to hear. And so, Lord, whatever you're speaking to her in this season, let her be, um, you know, obedient to follow through because you are waiting, hallelujah, glory be to God, to water and to cause the things that she plants to come forth, to be magnified, and to flourish in this season. Hallelujah. We were talking uh, earlier, I was speaking about how 
you know, this too shall pass, how things come and things go. And, you know, the devil, he wants us to think that in spite of what it looks like, whatever we planted, whatever we've gone about doing, what God has told us to do, it's not going to flourish because it doesn't look like it. But this is almost like to contradict the lie of the enemy, to say what you have planted will flourish because God has led you there to plant seeds and it shall flourish. We decree it and we declare it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Miracles happen when we move. Hallelujah. That's the word. Miracles happen when you move. What do you mean? Ah, that was, I just felt led to play that song twice. What does that mean? Miracles happen when you move. Huh? Well, when he moves and when we move into place and position for him to move on whatever it is we've been told to do. So we just thank you for that and bless her in this season. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Praise God. Thank you. God, yes. (laughs) Praise God. He's so good. Just got off. Um, Yes, he's good. Four days. He knew what I needed. So I've had four days with him. Oh, wow. The beach and the fountains and just, yeah, he's good and I'm just really excited. He's uh, the testimony's coming. I just got home, Mm -hmm. so I'm still trying to process everything that happened, but I can't wait to share soon. Amen. Amen. Well, that sounds like something really exciting because just to know that, you know, man, that's like God speaking, like he's heard you, he saw you, you know, do some stuff over the last few days, and you've planted some seeds of righteousness. You've done some things that God, he must be telling you he's going to water them. Hallelujah. And they're going to flourish. In the mm-hmm. name of Jesus. Yes. Man, that's exciting right there. Wow. I'm so excited. You I, mean, I feel like I'm filled with helium right now. I'm so excited. So. Yeah, I can sense it, you know, in your voice. It's like there's, this, I don't know, like expectancy from the Lord. You're, yes. you're expecting some stuff. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Pursue, overtake, and recover all. Yep. Hallelujah. Yep. Glory be to God. That's exciting. Wow, wow, yes, wow. New season, new beginnings. Oh, yes. yes. God is yes. faithful to keep his promises. Mm. Yes, he is. And... um that's the good thing about it, too. He, we know that he's faithful to keep his promises. So, you know, I, I just keep hearing that song over, miracles happen when you move. So, you know, he's a, he's a promise keeper. He's a miracle working God. He's a way maker. Hallelujah. He's all those things and more. And to know that, you know, I, I, I just feel, you know, I like as I was speaking earlier about talking with my son. And so, um, you know, he's in a different, of course, place than I am with the Lord. And 
you know, not to have, you know, with all the chaos and the things that are going on in the world, you know, I'm sure it's un- it's causing people to just be in a place of, uh, I don't know, you know, seeing what's happening, knowing what's happening, even what's happening in your personal life. How could I do this? I'm saying to myself, how would I be able to do this without God? Mm-hmm. You know? It's it, 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 it's a sad state to be in, to think that you wouldn't have help to call on, that the master creator of the universe and everything that's in it is at, at is accessible for us. And yeah. for those who are going through things in this world and not have that, oh, my God, I can't even imagine, Lord, how that would be, you know, how that would be, you know? There's the peace and joy in his presence, the fullness, the fullness, the abundant life. It's amazing when you, oh, my gosh, the freedom. Yes. Yes. Not to think I have to carry this by myself, you know, or I can roll it over. Hallelujah. Lightness. Lightness of yeah. heart, lightness of mind, just, yeah. and not that we have difficulties, but there's just peace when you knew your mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, and when you knew who you are in Him and who He is for you. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I just thank God that, you know, I have that. Um, because, you know, and we were I was speaking with him earlier, you know, about Israel and what's going on over there and you know, and I was telling him, you know, Israel of course it's a nation that has had its 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 time with God as far as, you know, disobedience as we all have. But I said there that nation is a timetable for us to observe mm-hmm. and to watch. And that's the most important thing. And I think the the thing that he didn't really want to grab a hold of is that time is closer to winding down than he would actually want to believe. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, well, (laughs) uh, I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to disagree with you. I mean, you, you know, I I just, it's close, you know, he's like, and I guess being young, he's like, you don't want to think that, wow, you know, this is going to end. Well, it is. I went to a um, Healing of the Nations conference and, um, you know, it gave me a lot of hope because um, I realized, like, it's 80-year cycles and we're in a cycle, an 80-year cycle, and I think the end of this 80-year cycle is at 2025. God always moves, mm-hmm. and um, we had some conference calls with the people in Israel, actually, mm-hmm. to like give insight as to what's actually going on over there, and and you know the nations, um, you know it's trauma, it's the trauma. You know we were talking about trauma and how the nations need healing and. It just really mm-hmm. gave me a different perspective on everything, and just God is so in control. And, yes, um, it is. It's it's just 
we can trust him through through it all. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's going to be some really, really tough, very difficult times ahead. But, you know, he's faithful. And, yeah. And I think, you know, talking with a young person to let them know, you know, to talk to them about, you know, time winding up, you know, you just started mm-hmm. your life. And I'm like, but, you know, that's the reality of it. You know, well, he says people have been talking about, yes, but we watch Israel and they are the gauge in gar- in regards to time. Mm-hmm. We don't know, because this is what the word of God says, you don't know exactly. No, you don't. But we have a time frame that we, and a, uh, the things that happen in time, we observe those things. It's just like we're watching the clock. You know, we see that 3 o'clock, it might be 2.45. But we know that that clock's going to keep on ticking. And with every second that it ticks, something new is happening to cause it to get for us to accomplish what we need to do in 15 minutes. You know? It's not going to stop it from being 3 o'clock just because, you know, we got things we feel like we can't accomplish in 15 minutes. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be 15 minutes if it's 2.45 at 3 o'clock. It will be just like that. We know what we need to do because we have a time frame that's left for us to do certain things. Maybe you feel like you don't have enough time to do those things in 15 minutes. But regardless, that's not going to stop time. It's still going to be 3 o'clock in 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. you know. And (laughs) I think he really got this look on his face like, uh, (laughs) you know, like, you know, well, that's it. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) you know what I'm talking about. He's an on-time God. He's an on-time God. God. Mm -hmm. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. So anyway, but that's, yeah, you'll have to share those times with us, uh, information with with us on some things that happened with you during that time. That's awesome. I will. I absolutely will. It's coming. Amen. Is there anything you want to prayer in particular for Jennifer? Oh my goodness. Just I just praise God. I just give him a big hallelujah and thank you for everything he's done and especially the last four days and just been he's just blown me away. Um yeah, I'm I just got home so I am just still wound up and still processing and just Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad you called yes. in. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Lauren. Yeah. Thank you, Angela. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah, well, well, God bless you. I always find it very interesting when you call in. It's just always something, you know, that I feel I can I can um glean from and in in you. So praise God. All right. Well yes. Jennifer, you enjoy the rest of your evening and uh Thank you. We look forward to talking to you again and you sharing some things. Thank you. All right, then. All right, good night. All right. Be blessed. Bye.
Good night. You too. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let's go back up here to 704-492. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hello, 704. Are you there? Well, they're there with hands raised, but I don't hear anything. It's very quiet. Maybe they went to sleep. We'll check back later. All right, let's go on to our next caller, 251229. Angela Joy, who am I speaking with? Hello. Hi, Sister Angela Joy. How are you? Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) That's good. Hadn't talked to you in a little bit. So let's pray for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We just thank you for Sarah tonight, and um, we just give you glory and honor and praise, Lord, and for this season of her life. I'm not going to really say what I saw, but I, it's almost like like I feel like with what I saw, it's kind of like God is saying, you know, yeah, you can, it, it's time to kind of just take a break in him. You know what I mean? Like he's giving you the opportunity to like – just kind of enjoy the moment, um, have some snacks, and um, <laughs> just kind of just enjoy enjoy him, enjoy just being a part of what he's ordained you to, to be a part of in this season of your life, and just more of just sense of, a, a sense of enjoyment of the Lord. Lord, enjoy him. Enjoy reminiscing and thinking about the things that he's already done. Uh, as you look to God to do some things that you've been asking him for. And the things that he's already done, uh, he wants you to rest in that. Just take a break in that. You know, understand that it was truly him who did it, and um, you can expect that he's able and willing to do it again. He's able and willing to continue to give you peace, even when it seems like, you know, things aren't peaceful as they should be. Just take a break in God. That's kind of like what I was. Just take a break in Him. Just, you know, He He's the man. You know, just, just rest in Him. And so, Lord, we just thank you for whatever it is that Sarah is experiencing. And, you know, Lord, she can take a break in you. She doesn't have to wrestle, wrestle or struggle or try to, you know, do anything. But just rest in the fact that you're still God. And, um, you know, just kick her heels back and say, "Okay, Jesus, you got this." And I'm going to just rest in the fact that you did it before. You're going to do it again. So, Lord, we just thank you for that. And we give you glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So how are you, Sarah? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Sounds like you're doing pretty good here. So tell me about why we, you, what's going on. Well, you were right. Um Sometimes we have to take the breaking God and just, you know, really all the time, just take a break yep. in him and realize he's got it because he's the master of the universe. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And that's so important, so important. So I uh, hope you haven't been stressing about anything. Well, yeah, I just needed prayer for Leah. For what now? 
Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Well, I just needed prayer for Leah, you know, that um, she walks in the pathway of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And, you know, may she, good Christian friends approach her, not just anybody, but just good Christian friends that don't lead her in the way of the world, you know, because the world is so wicked now and it's, you know, so much going on till children need, well, not children, but she's a young adult. And just praying that the Lord leads and guides her on the path that he will want her to go in this hour, and that is meeting Christian people, you know, um, people that would draw him with love and kindness to, I mean, draw her to him, you know. Right. So it's just been kind of a battlefield with that. I don't know why, but it's just mm-hmm. been. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I can, have maybe to that's talk about it. Saying, yeah, maybe that's why the Lord was saying, you know, rest in him, you know. You know, because when he calls us to rest, there's usually some sort of struggle we're we're dealing with, you know, and he just wants to remind you that you're going to have to trust and rest. I mean, of course, we're going to speak the word. We're going to, you know, release that word over them. We're going to pray. We're going to believe. But, you know, maybe that's the whole reason why God was saying just kick back and rest in him, knowing that he he knows exactly what you're going through, and, you know, of course, the enemy would want you to stress and be perplexed by this whole situation. Let me tell you, girl, I was there today. You know, I was there today. I I have a grown man. I have three grown men, and um, I was kind of where you are. I, I refuse to stress. I refuse to acknowledge that the enemy is going to undermine what the word of God has been all these years that I've spoken over their lives. And I'm just going to rest in the fact that God is faithful. And, you know, I was, you probably heard me talking about, you know, I have this young person who's, he's, well, he's young. He's not no baby, of course, because he's already finished medical school and is now a doctor, but, you know, I, you know, you got that analytical mind right there that, you know. So, I mean, I had to remind myself today as I was having this conversation with him that um, I I put the word of God in you. I spoke over you. I had to remind myself while I'm sitting here at the table with him discussing these things concerning what's going on in the world today. And, you know, the enemy wanted to come up and tell me, yeah, all of that's kind of being washed away because he's got all of this education in him now. You know, he's and, and then I went on, I was listening to something uh, on the Internet where it was talking about, you know, with this whole thing that's going on in Israel and how the, uh, the acade- academic world has kind of turned their nose up at the situation and how, you know, 
they're imparting into these young people a whole different mindset, you know, and they're not thinking the way, you know, once you have a whole lot of book knowledge, sometimes you don't really think the way other people think because you've been indoctrinated. And so I, I'm sitting there, listen, listen to all this stuff, and I, I mean, I'm really letting the devil know, or I'm just saying in my mind, no, you know, I know what I spoke over him in the womb. I know what I prayed over him as a child, and I believe that the word of God is going to come forth and be magnified in his life. And I think maybe, I mean, he wasn't saying he didn't know God or anything like that. It was just that all of these other things are playing in his mind that are contrary, you know, are questions. And I say, hey, there's no problem with with asking God something. God doesn't, you know, I've heard somebody talk recently about how, you know, it's already been always being preached. You don't question God. You don't ask him anything. Well, I don't really believe that. And I sat here and I told him, I said, I have a father that I can go to. Even in the natural, you can go to a father and you can ask questions because you want to, you want to know. You want knowledge. What does the word say? It says seek him. If you want wisdom, what do you do? You ask God. How do you ask God? You seek after him. What, you know, but we've been told, you know, from the pulpit and so many different places, no, I sat here and I told him that. And I said, no, you you got questions about stuff? Go to God. Ask him. Mm-hmm. He answered answers. So, say rest in God. Rest in God. And remind the enemy that I deposited some good stuff in this young lady. And I am going to speak over it and water it that it will come to pass in Jesus' name. Hey, that's the word. And that's, that's what the adversary wants us to do is to give up and let me come in and right. <laughs> shake your world here and cause right. you to have stress and and breakdowns and whatever else I can because he knows his time is short. So, you know, I was listening yes. to the previous caller and he knows the countdown is in the mist. Yes, it is. Like I was saying, my son doesn't want to believe that, you know, I've just started for life, you know, but I'm thinking to myself, because well, we were mentioning something about, you know, Israel is a timetable. I mean, and with this, situation, it could be that this nation will be at a point where this they're ready, you know, they'll be making some sort of treaty or some sort of pact with the Antichrist. I mean, it's in the word. You know, well, he says, I just can't believe that would be happening this soon. I believe that years and years will go by before I was like, "Uh uh-uh. I don't think so. I don't think so. When we see this happening, it says, we can look up and know and know that our redemption will draw nigh. And it is, it is drawing nigh. So just see it as writing on the wall. And so the enemy is upset. And he's going to do everything he can to just, like, aggravate us. But I'm encouraging you because I believe that word was specifically for you 
you know, I didn't know you were stressing or feeling, you know, any sort of anxiety about that. And I, your instructions seemed like to me that you just rest in him. And you begin to take a break in Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't know how you do that. I kind of saw, you know, just kind of kick back, you know, eating your bag of chips and, you know, hey, just enjoying some stuff. Huh. I'm not going to let the devil stress me out. I'm not going to let the enemy torment me. But what he thinks he's going to accomplish in this situation, shut up, devil. Ha. Glory be to God. Greater is he that's in you, Sarah, than he who's in the world. The greater one lives on the inside of you. You have authority. You have authority. Hallelujah. So we will pray for for Le- it's Leah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Father, we just thank you. See what now? We both just, you know, just want to draw closer to the Lord. And we know we're in these times right now where the enemy comes to tear up families and he just comes to tear things down, and that's not what it's all about anymore. Yeah. So basically, you know, what are, what are you saying? She's basically just being drawn well, away into things, not thinking the way she should be or had been thinking concerning the things of God? Well, I just wanted to pray that whatever is going on in the, you know, in the young adult life, that she keeps friends, godly friends in her life and walk in the way of the Lord. Amen. Amen. You know, understandable. No. I see that's totally understandable, you know, especially when we've raised them in the way of the Lord. That's the way we expect them to go. Yeah. Well, Father, we just lift up. We lift up Sarah tonight, too, God. We just, first of all, I just ask that you saturate her with your presence, that You saturate her with your peace. And, Lord, you give her an assurance that you are there with her. You won't leave. You're not going to forsake her and that you know her heart's cry concerning her daughter. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you will place place her, uh, Leah, in a place where she will be able to have relationship with godly friends and and, Lord, in an environment that, you know, really, really um, speaks your presence and, and, and draw her closer to you, oh, God. We just thank you because we know that, you know, life is hard. It's hard and that things happen. And as you're young, you know, there's so many things to just draw you away. But, God, I just ask in the name of Jesus that you go after her. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Go after her. Ha, glory be to God. Go after her. And Lord, give therapy as she turns this situation over to you. Because there's nobody who can handle it like you can, God. And let Sarah have faith to believe that every prayer that she has released over Leah's life, it will come to pass. It has found good ground 
and it will come up. And we pray that she began to flourish in the things of God, flourish and come forth in the things of God. And, Lord, this morning, anything right now, I just sense just to speak peace over this whole situation, peace over Sarah, over Leah, and peace that they've never known before as you draw Leah, draw her, Lord, go after her. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I I felt that when I was saying about go after her, I just just felt like that's it. That God is going to um, go after her. And and I, I, I just, I would encourage you to just, to release that over her, you to speak that over her, that you know, God's coming after you. He's he's he's. You're not gonna be lost. You you're gonna you're going to be pursued by God. Glory be to God. He's gonna pursue her. Lord, we thank you for pursuing her, pursuing her, pursuing her. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Mm. And anyone pray that. I would encourage you rest to just pray that just over rest To rest and to pursue, that for God to pursue her heart. And then for her to pursue God because she knows that, um, Hold on, I just got a message. That um, she will know that God is um, pursuing her. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I mean, because it's not like she's never known the things of God. It's not like she doesn't, you know, this is some foreign thing. I mean, it's like to me, once I remember when I was 14, I gave my life to the Lord when I was 14. I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but I, I seem like I gave my life to the Lord when I was a little girl. Like, you know, it seems like I've always known there was a God and that he's always been around in my life. But it's almost like at 14 I did an open, you know, profession of faith. And, you know, I ended up, um, I don't know how I ended up down there, Sarah. I ended up at the front of the church and I, I was weeping and I was crying and, you know, just an open profession of faith. You know, we had this um, pastor who was at our church and um, he was not what they expected because he believed in preaching loud and saying hallelujah. And I was in this brought up in this very quiet Methodist church, and they had never seen anything like him before, especially a Methodist pastor, you know, a mere African Methodist Episcopal. So, I mean, and he came, he actually was, uh, I think he was the assistant principal at a school or something, but he was a man who was on fire for God. And I'll never forget him. His name was uh, Nolan Pitt. And he came to that church and, you know, it was like all of a sudden the children, the young adults, you know, and young and teenagers got interested in the things of God because he, it was something about him that just caused, you know, us to wake up. 
And I remember one Sunday, I don't know what he was saying. I don't know what he was preaching, but I found myself wailing at the altar, just wailing. And I can't remember that I'd done anything any, you know, more horrible than I'd, (laughs) you know, I was pretty quiet. And I tried to avoid trouble at all costs because my mother, she would have killed me. Yeah, she, I really felt she would kill me. So, I mean, I tried to avoid trouble at all costs. So I don't know why that particular Sunday, and I was the secretary of the Sunday school, so I had to sit up front and, you know, do all the stuff and keep the books and stuff. And, but for some reason, that that Sunday, I was at the, the the altar weeping. And before I knew it, there were like seven maybe other kids, teenagers, my friends, who were all down there wailing and weeping before the Lord. I mean, such a wonderful experience as I look back at it. And I kind of ventured away from the Lord. You know, I would say all that to say this. I kind of like, you know, but in my heart, I knew, I knew that I could not break relationship with God. I couldn't break covenant with God. Even at that age and even as I grew up through the teenage years, you know, I tried to keep as close to God as I could possibly and, you know, be. And, but in normal processes of time, you drift. But let me tell you, God never, he pursued me. And I think that's why I'm telling you this, Sarah, and to be at peace and to rest because God wants you to rest in him in this situation. He wants you to rest in him in this situation. And I'm saying that to say this, is that God pursued me, Sarah. He came after me. He came after me. And my whole, you know, with all of what I was living and going through, going away to college and, you know, I never, I mean, God, I knew God. And I never, I wasn't a radical person anyway, so I didn't do any, uh, I mean, I didn't do really any too much, any crazy stuff, but, you know, it was just, I, my, I wasn't in church. I wasn't going after the things of God, like I, you know, and, and so, but God pursued me, Sarah, and he, I just sense to tell you, he's going to pursue Leah. <laughs> so rest in God. Rest in the fact that he will go after that. One, <laughs> my God, what does the scripture say? Leave the 99 and go after the one. Know that God will pursue her, and you can rest in that. Mm. And I never, I, I mean, and when I came, you know, made that open commitment to the Lord again, you know, I had gone through, you know, some rough times. I mean, I had, you know, gone up, finished college. I'd come back home. I was working at the newspaper and um, ended up, you know, you know, just broken. And I found myself, I remember one time, <laughs> this is crazy. I'll tell you what happened. I ended up one night, I was went out with some friends and we were in this club. And so, you know, I never drank really. So the only thing I wanted to do was dance. So I can remember I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, Sarah, I, I, will, I remember it like yesterday. I was sitting there, 
And, you know, of course, I'm drinking a Coca-Cola and everybody, you know, there's people acting crazy. I'm, you know, I'm just there to dance. And I'm sitting there, and this was a New Year's Eve. And I remember saying to myself, what are you doing here? And everything, oh, my gosh, I just felt, oh, the Lord. Everything around me became pitch black dark. And I said, everything began to look like demons in that place. Everything. The atmosphere became pitch black dark. And it was like, it became strange and foreign to me. And the people began to have distorted faces where I actually felt I was looking at demons. And I ran out of that place. And I never put foot back in anything environment like that again because mm. God, God pursued me. Yeah. He says, you're mine. <laughs> and everything that I looked at in there, I could say it was the devil. And I, I, I said to myself, what am I doing in here? I don't belong here. People aren't even, this. what is this? And I ran out of there on a New Year's Eve and I didn't go back. Because God pursued me. And and I have not gone back since. I've walked that path. I was since I was, you know, made that commitment at fourteen, kind of straight away, mid twenties, came back, and I've been forty plus years pursuing God and him pursuing me. Yeah. What a wonderful relationship it is. But I had to see that I was sitting in the pit of a den of devils to get a wake-up call. And I couldn't bring, hey, and I couldn't blame it on any alcoholic beverages because I wasn't drinking any. (laughs) (laughs) The place just filled up with demonic figures, and the Lord was letting you know those are spirits just taking over the club, and it wasn't for you. And I couldn't say, well, maybe I was a little drunk and I started hallucinating. No, <laughs> I was drinking a Coke, <laughs> waiting for somebody <laughs> to ask me to dance. <laughs> and I was real cute and tiny back then, uh, back there, Sarah. So, I, you know, I, I was always on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> and I could dance, let me tell you. I could dance. But I decided that night I was going to change partners. And I wasn't going to end up back on that dance floor anymore. And I didn't. (laughs) You learn. (laughs) It's like, I'm ready to get out of here. Oh, boy. Guess what? That was New Year's Mm -hmm. Eve. That New Year's Eve happened to be on a Saturday. Guess where I found myself bawling my eyes out the next morning? At, at church. church. At church. <laughs> at church. Well, I'm glad. I, I'm so glad because I think I came out of the church, not out of the church. I think I came out of the um, the club scene, I think, what, 24? I just. Yeah, I was in my mid-20s. I was like. Well, I hadn't been in the – well, I've, I've got a little story. So um, 
I'm not going to go into it now, but I had been out of the club for a while. That was just like a trip back in there, you know, because, you know, I went back in there. And, um, yeah, and I and I quickly found out that was not for me. Yeah. You know, that was for it, me. It wasn't even like it is today. You know what I mean? I mean, now this stuff is crazy. Uh, it's just crazy. And, um I don't know what what all they're doing out there. So be encouraged, Sarah. Be encouraged. God's got Thank you, and He's got you. Thank you. I'm thankful for the prayers that, and they were so prophetic. I tell you, the Lord uses the prophets of PGN. I tell you, because you know that was something I was really going through, and um. Needed prayer for, needed to get the Lord's mm-hmm. prayer, and get it, get, get the guidance uh, that the Lord is mm-hmm. telling me. Just spend time in me, with me. Just sit with me, and just relax and spend time with me, rather than sitting here letting the enemy have his little heyday. No, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. And you know that's what he wants, you know, because the devil's just jealous. He's just jealous. Of course he wants more time spent on him than us spending with God. Of course. He's jealous. He's always been jealous of God, always will be jealous of God. He's envious of a relationship that we have with God that he will never, ever have. <laughs> That's right. He'll never <laughs> have that. But And I, you know, I can, I can feel you. It's like you're lighter now. I can feel that you're lighter. And uh, God wants you to be lighter. He wants you to be feel lighter than than that what you were feeling because you know you're carrying something that God says I'll take that. You know, just take a break. I'll take that. You know, like when you you're tired and you want to kick your heels up and you come home, somebody's there say, Hey, just relax. Let me let me take your bags. Let me, you know, let me kind of just. You know, let you kick your head, your heels up, and let me take care of whatever needs to be taken care of. That's kind of what I saw. You know, yeah. Rolling on over to God. Roll it to Jesus. Yes. I'm so yeah, glad I called because I was Mom trying to do it. I think I was trying to handle too much by myself. <laughs> I understand that one. <laughs> I understand that one. Oh my gosh, it was just like lately, Lord, thank you. He just basically told me the same thing. Um, I have so many irons in the fire, and I have been working, you know, like ten to twelve hours uh, a day. They tried to do it to me all week last week, and I fucked the system. <laughs> so anyway, I told my <clears throat> the team lead. I said, "Do not have them schedule me Monday." For 12 hours because I am on doing ministry on Sunday night and I start work earlier than I used to. I started like 10 a.m. But I usually don't, you know, well, I'm on here. Usually I don't get to bed till like 2 a.m. when I'm on here. And even normally I'm up to 1 a.m. But, you know, just to get up, you know, and then start work dealing with people who have any problems. But so 
so anyway, I just said, no, please, if you're going to give me some overtime and give me a 12-hour day, do it on Wednesday, you know, or another day because I'm not doing it on Monday. Don't do it on Monday. So last week they had me scheduled 12 hours for Monday, and she said, you don't have to. I'll, I'll excuse you. I'll just send them a note, you know, operations. I'll just send a note. You know, I excused her so she's not working 12 hours on Monday. So this Monday, I noticed they didn't even put me on the schedule for 12 hours. So, But, yeah, I've had so many hours irons in the fire. I've had, you know, trying to refinance my house. It's not really a good time to do so because interest rates gone up. I kind of clocked in a little lower than what it is now. And so I'm trying to say, God, if you want to intercept that, you're more than welcome to because I don't, you know, I got to hear from you in this season. I don't want to do anything that you don't want me to do. And I've got some repairs that need to be done. You know, I had a little situation with my car. Um, you know, was working 12 hours a lot during the week. Uh-uh. I mean, I've had a lot. But the Lord just, and then I hadn't, I was still doing stuff with my taxes. And so the Lord, I just, he says, rest in me. Just rest in me. I, I, I'm being overwhelmed. Lord, I need your help. And he he little by little, you know, as I turn things over, I can see God moving some things out of the way. So, yep, Sarah, just rest. Rest in God. Just take a break in him. You can't do it in your own strength. Yeah, because I was trying to do a move. I was going to try to move out of uh, the family home. I was going to try to move. And I was just taking up a lot on myself, I think, and just not resting in him and um that was a big that was the void is i'm like okay i've got to do this i got to do that and no give it all to god that he says to put your burdens upon him you're not doing right (laughs) that's it yeah and you know a lot of times when we are tired and we're trying to do things in our own strength you know I find that to be a real problem with me. If I'm really, really exhausted in my body, you know, I make mistakes, you know, and and, and things happen, you know, because that's kind of how the enemy attacks me is when I don't get a lot of rest or things like that and my decision-making isn't the best. So I I have to just, you know, I got to kick back and say, okay, God, you got to do this because I can't, you know, and, um, that's where I am, you know, I'm just like that's where I am. So yeah. be encouraged. Well praise the Lord. I had a chance to call and you know, and God gave you the prophetic anointing to say, Hey, something isn't right here. She needs to rest in me. So <laughs> that was good. I just thank the Lord for tonight's call, especially and well, him drawing near. <laughs> And you just keep and you just keep on releasing the word, you know, enemy. And a lot of times he tire he he tires us because we will just come to the point. Sometimes he wants us to say, "Well, what's the use? You know, what's the use? I don't see anything happening. What's the use? Worry out, tire you down, so you don't even begin to release or continue to release the word over the situation and expect it to happen, expect it to come to pass, because you get tired." 
And that's that's the other thing. When you get tired, sometimes you just feel like you don't even have the energy. I heard the pastor say today, he says he's been places in his life where he was so worn down that you don't even have the energy to pray. And I was like, yeah. God, you don't even have words to say because you're so beat up. You're so, you know, toned down that your energy is drained and you don't even have the energy to release the word. So that's why, Sarah, it's time to take a break. When you get tired like that, you got to take a break in God. And you just have to give it over and say, God, let the word that I've already released do the job. And I'm expecting you to see it come to pass. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that song that we were, I played earlier? Miracles happen when you move, God, when you move. Expecting you to move on the situation with Leah. When you move. Not me, not Sarah, not Angela Joy, but when you move, I can expect miracles to happen when you move. And why? Because I'm going to move out of the way. I'm going to take a break in you. I'm going to rest in you. And when I rest in you, it's going to show you that I trust you to move on this situation. Nobody else can do it but you, God. Hmm. Nobody else. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prove to you I trust you, God, because I'm going to rest in you. Then I know you're going to move. I had that happen recently, too. When I just moved out of the way and said, there's nothing else I can say, there's nothing else I can do, I saw the manifestation because it was proof to God that I trust him. Mm-hmm. That's what I say with my situation here tonight as we're discussing with my son about these things. And I was like, God, I know the word that I spoke over his life. I know what I released. And all this stuff that's come through all these years of 10 to 12 years of additional education outside of high school, I know there's been some indoctrination, but I believe your word is the doctrine that's going to uproot the indoctrination. Mm. My God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All right, Sarah. You still there? I don't hear you anymore. I see the phone. I see you still on the line. Sarah, can you hear me? I don't know what happened to the line. She might have. Did she drop off? Sarah. Yes, I'm here. Okay. You went mute on me. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the call went over to Tamron Honda, and I'm like, how is this going on? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I'm like, okay, this is so okay. weird, but hey. All right, well. Glad you were able to call in, and so you be blessed, and we expect to just continue to water, uh, you know, expect God to water that, which has already been planted, and to see manifestation, and you just be be encouraged. Oh, thank you so much, and may the Lord continue to bless you, 
And thanks for praying for me once again, and have a blessed week. All right. You too, Sarah. You enjoy. All right. Good night. Good night. Love you. Love you. All right. Let's try this. 704-492. Are you there? Lord, we just thank you for... We just thank you for this person, 704492. We just thank you, Lord, that opportunities will present themselves to them, Lord, as you begin to just, like, unveil, unveil some things. Hallelujah. And they begin to see some things. Hallelujah. And unveiling. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Eyes opened to see the things of God. Hallelujah. Let's go to 919-995. This is Angela Joy. Who am I speaking with? Hello? 919-995? I don't know what's going on with the phones tonight. Let's click on it and click back over. Let's try it again. 919-995. I don't hear anything. I don't know if it's the phone. Y'all bear with me. Let me refresh. See if there's something going on. Technology. And I reloaded the page. Can I try it one more time? 919-995, are you there? Hmm. Interesting. All right, let's go to, I'll try back, 504-282. Hello, it's Nicole from Louisiana. How are you? Hi, Nicole from Louisiana. How are you? I'm tired. <laughs> but I'm glad you're I'm grateful. Amen. Yeah, well, I understand what it's like to be tired because lately. Hallelujah. All right, you say you're in Louisiana. All right. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for calling in. And let's see, it's 504282. Just pray for you, and then we can talk a little bit. Thank you, Lord. We just thank you for uh, Nicole from Louisiana. And, Lord, we just thank you that um, even as I, I, I just have a vision of how um, – Glory be to God. I don't know who it is. I just see someone out, you know, and even as they were traveling in, in a land that just seemed very, very barren. I, seems like one of the our uh, patriots of old, you know, as they were traveling through and the land just looked very, you know, very barren and very vast, far more vast than you can imagine to try to travel through that God used them to plow through even with a staff 
to just help them when, when, when the times got hard, when the times got rough, you know, even when it didn't look like anything was out there, they just forged their way through. And so, Lord, I thank you. When it's time, when, There are times when we don't see anything happening. We don't see anything looks like it's flourishing. We don't see anything except for just barren wasteland that, God, we know that we just have to keep going because in spite of what it looks like and what we can't see, you're still guiding us. You're still leading us. And there is provision on the other side. There is, you know, what we've been asking for on the other side. And, Lord, because we walk by faith and not by sight, that's the only way we can keep going. So, Lord, we thank you tonight as you bless Nicole with this. You bless her with the energy and with the faith to keep moving when she can't see nothing, nothing but barren land, when there's not a clue of anything coming forth in sight. Hallelujah. But because you laid out the plan, you've laid out the path, she's going to trust you. And she's going to forge on through it in spite of seeing nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. And so, Lord, we thank you for this. We thank you, Lord, that I even sense the word pioneer. I don't know why. Pioneering means, you know, coming forth in new place, new territory. Let me look that up. Hold on a moment. Thank you, Lord. Involving new ideas, new methods. Uh, let's see. Pioneering. Um, using ideas and methods that have been used before, that have not been used before. Um, pressing forward. Uh, being like the first in a field or inquirer or activity. So, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that she has a pioneering spirit about her, that she's pressing in, she's going forth, even to accomplish things that the enemy has maybe told her it can't be done. But because of the pioneering spirit in her, she's going to push on through, and she's going to trust you. And so, Lord, we just thank you for that because you are a God who knows how to open up things and ways that we have no imagination about, but you know what you're doing, God. So we thank you, and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for her to uh, be energized. We pray that she also rests in God so that she will get the energy she needs to press on in to this new place that God is calling her to as a pioneer, a new adventure, a new a new idea, moving into something new. Lord, we thank you for birthing that in her, even now in the name of Jesus. Only only a person who has a pioneering spirit can press through when there's nothing that they can see in the natural that's there. So, Lord, we thank you for doing that in and through her and giving her the rest and the strength she needs to accomplish the purpose that you placed her here to succeed in. And we give you glory. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Uh, hello, hallelujah. Amen. 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 What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Just, um, I'm, um, 
so it's, it's, it definitely resonates. I know it's the Holy Spirit speaking because I've always just been the first in my family to do a lot of things. Um, oh, wow. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I've been always been the first uh, to do a lot of things and um, that's the first in my family to complete a doctorate. So, um, Wow, awesome. So um, I know the, the, the Lord is speaking in that way and, you know, that, that word was very encouraging to me, um, you know, to just kind of press on. Right now, I'm in a, a situation where, where I work is, you know, pretty negative and things have been stale. People don't really like change and new ideas. And so it's hard to get people, um, you know, to think outside the box and, and come up with new ways to to help the people yeah. serve. And so, um, you know, I, I truly appreciate that word because, um, you know, I believe that God has called me to that place to, to help with that. Um, and so, but it's a, it's a lot of work. It can be discouraging sometimes. So that, that word was definitely uplifting and encouraging. And awesome. You know what's really funny? When I saw this picture, I thought of Abraham. And I thought of how, you know, God called him to a land that he knew nothing of. And he was the pioneer. And then that thing, the pioneering spirit rose up in me. Because he was the first, you know, you've had Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And, you know, God called, called Abraham that he said he would make him the father of many nations. And he was a pioneer. And how he had to trust God and had to go forth in in a place that, you know, he had no knowledge of. I mean, there was nobody before him that he, you know, he just had to trust God. And it was a bleak, you know, you looked out and there was nothing, but God called him and he had to just believe that God said, go forth and do what I called you to do. Well, how, I mean, just trust me. And that's kind of like what I saw was like you having that pioneering spirit that to go forth and to do things that had not been done and to have that kind of like what you said, that thinking out of the box, you know, mindset. Because that's the, that's the mindset a pioneer has to have. I mean, if that was the case, you know, we wouldn't even be here in America if people say, there's a land over there, you know, that I'm calling you to, mm-hmm. you know. And you, you think about when people got to America, you know, it was like the saying, go west, young man, go west. You know, the west hadn't even been discovered or hadn't been pursued. So, you know, people had to rise up as pioneers and go west, you know, because somebody had to do it. So, Nicole, you've been called to do some stuff that other people haven't been called to do. And you have that pioneering field that will, and guess what? Now, California in the west is overpopulated (laughs) because somebody (laughs) had that pioneering spirit to go forth and to seek a land that they had to go in there and basically start the beginning with. Amen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I felt that 
really heavy, you know, about this pioneering spirit. Because what I was seeing, there was nothing but you, the individual is just pressing in. I'm going on. I may not see anything, but I know there's benefits. There's blessings. There's stuff attached to my obedience of going where no man has gone, you know, per se. Um, praise God. Awesome. awesome. You got to be a special person to have that, you know. God's put something in you that he's put something in you. And that particular characteristic is the thing that will open doors for you, open door after door, because that mm, in the inside of you is going to say, I got to go forth. I got to do this. I may be tired, so, Lord, we just thank you for strength that will enable her to, her to accomplish anything and everything you have told her to put her hands to. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. A door opening, not just for her, but for those who will come. Because, you know, pioneers, there are people that will come after you, Nicole. Amen. You're opening the door. You're making the way for others to come through. That's what a pioneering spirit does. Because it, it, it causes people to say, oh, there is a possibility. There is a way. They opened the door. They showed there is a way. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Not everybody can be a pioneer. Not everyone has that spirit. But I sense it strongly in you, and that you even confirmed it with what you said God has already done in and through you. So may even be taking you to a whole nother place and another level with that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome. Is there anything in particular you want to purple? Amen. Um, no, that was that was pretty much it. Just uh, the strength and the uh, protection. I receive it. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Praise God. That's exciting. Well, let us know about your new adventure. (laughs) (laughs) I certainly will. God bless you. All right. God bless you, uh, Nicole. Enjoy your evening. Talk to you again. You too. All right. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. All right. Good night. Ooh, okay, well, I don't know. Maybe these other two calls fell asleep. Let's let's see. Let me. Which one was that? Okay, let's go back here one more time. 704-492, are you there? Right still. 919-995, are you there? All right, so we're going to go to two five one three four two. Hi, Angela Joy. Hi there, Latrice. How are you tonight? I am well. Weeping may, but joy will. Yes, it will. Hallelujah. That's the word for tonight. (laughs) That is the word for tonight. Yes, it is. You know, 
uh, we won't focus in on the weeping. Glory be to God. We're going to focus in on the joy. Hallelujah. You know, the joy uh, will get you all stirred up. The weeping might get you down in the rut. So we're not doing that. We're going to focus in on the joy. Thank you, Jesus. So, Father God, we just thank you, Lord, as uh, glory be to God, as I, I see, you know, hands raised to the sky, Father God, you know, as you just begin to acknowledge, hallelujah, that, you know, Latrice, her petitions to you. Lord, we thank you for acknowledging the petitions and the things that she has before you tonight. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, uh, it be confirmation, as I say this, that God has acknowledged what you've been asking for, Latrice. It, uh, he recognizes, glory be to God, he recognizes your hand. He recognizes your hand, like even in a classroom or even here, like you raise your hand. Why are oh, you raise your hand? Because you, you, you're asking for something. You're, you're uh, petitioning something. I, I see your hand. So it's almost like I sense to tell you that God has seen your hand raised, uh, Latrice. He's seen your hand, and he's acknowledging your petitions before him. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that she will understand that none of it, none of it has gone unnoticed. Uh, Glory be to God. None of it will go unnoticed because she can know by faith she can access God, and he recognizes her needs, and he meets them. Not only her needs, but even her wants. Hands raised even in surrender. Hands raised even in adoration. Hands raised in recognition. So, God, we thank you, Lord, that you are touching her and you are ministering to her and you're acknowledging the petitions that she has before you. So, God, we thank you, Lord, as you will ask, she will access you because of her raised hand for adoration, the raised hand, for surrender, the raised hand, for help in a time of trouble. That's who he is. So, Lord, we thank you tonight as you have acknowledged and you are operating in her life because of her raised hand. We thank give you, Lord. Lord, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. That's Thank awesome. You joy. Yes, ma'am. God is good. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. All by so himself. I didn't get, what did you text me? Did, was there a, I, I looked at oh, it and I can't I, Yeah, I got, I got kicked off maybe about three times and I had to keep well, coming back on. But I don't, it could, it, I don't know, it could be my phone. But I don't know. But that's what it was. That I had been oh, okay. Out for a couple of times. Yes, yeah, because you were breaking up a little bit. Yeah, and I noticed when Sarah was on, she was breaking up a little bit. She's not that far from me. But, oh, okay. Uh, that's right, because they're both was, in Alabama. Yes, it's, and she said, uh, camera, uh, Cameron Honda. I was like, oh, that's not that. No, uh, we do tell the Lord, thank you. But, Angela, do I have prayer requests, please? Okay. Um, I would like for you to pray for my children. 
Um, Hallelujah. You pray for for yours. I'll pray for yours. You pray for mine. (laughs) It works for me, girl, real good. And uh, my friend James is requesting prayer. uh, I'll put him on the prayer list when I got through. Okay. Amen. Amen. Well, God, he answers prayer and, you know, just confirmate. Oh, that's good right there. I think about it. I think about the fact that what I saw with your hands raised, it's almost like God has said, I've already acknowledged this. Oh, glory be to God. God. Thank you, Jesus. Man, I just felt that. Oh, glory be to God. You know, my God, because as soon as I said that, it was like I felt like the Lord said, I've already acknowledged that. <laughs> I just Do gave God. you information about a raised hand, that, and I told you to tell her, glory be to God, that I have acknowledged her petition. Oh, glory be Come to God. That I saw the adoration, and I saw the surrender. Glory be to God. Thank uh, you, Lord. God. Hallelujah. Ingredients. Surrender. Glory be to God. I feel again, as she surrenders this stuff to me, glory be to God. I see her hand as she is glorifying and adoring me with raised hands, and I see the petition that she has a hand raised as a petition I've already noticed and acknowledged I'm on this already. Glory be to God. I think the Lord wants you to know that whole thing with the raised hand is that it's already a done deal. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. We tell the Lord thank you. It's already acknowledged by God. Hallelujah, God. What do we do in this? We thank you, God, for the situation concerning the children. Glory be to God. We thank you, God, that the petition, the surrender concerning these situations has already been done. It's already been met. God has already spoken and said, I see it. The petition has been acknowledged. So we just thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. And we thank, thank you, Lord. you because, my God, my God, that's awesome. Now, that Hallelujah. right there, glory be to God, that is awesome. Thank my you, Lord. Who said I will answer before you even ask? Glory Ooh, be thank to God. you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. You will answer before you even ask. My yes, God. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So we call this done. We speak deliverance and peace as we receive the information, relief, and and the blessings and whatever it is you're going to do in this situation. We just thank you, God. Glory be to God. We thank you, God, that it's done for the children. It's done for the mother. Has had a heart to speak after you. My God, with surrendering, with hands up, with as adoration as she worships you, and as petitions that were laid out, knowing you're going to manage and take care of every need. So, Lord, we thank you. And concerning James, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for knowledge, insight, wisdom, 
and understanding that the word of God that will become alive and active for all of those three things, for knowledge, for wisdom and understanding. Let the word become active and alive to accomplish the needs, the desires, and the wants. What's necessary in this season, we thank you. We just released that over James tonight because we thank you, Lord, that you are God who acknowledges raised hands. Glory be to God. You acknowledge raised hands. Raised hands and surrender to you, O God. Raised hands in adoration to you, O God. Raised hands as petitioning you, O God. We thank you for acknowledging us today, O God. And give her, give her strength, give her peace. As she looks to you, God, and knows that you've answered, you saw. Hallelujah, every knee. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, that is awesome. Oh, God, it was, and I received it, and I do thank you, and Lord Joy, and You're I believe God with you and your uh, request. And Amen. I to her, uh, anything that has um, 
caused her to question some stuff. I mean, it's okay to question, but it's like I, I just sense that there's some things that you have going on you're thinking about that God would like to bring clarity to. So, Lord, I just thank you tonight for Mimi. I thank you, Lord, that you are a God who is who's present. You're, you're a, a God who's willing to listen and to answer and to direct and to show us what we do, what we don't do, where we need to go, where we don't need to go. So, Lord, I thank you for directing her path in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for clearing up any questions she might have concerning some things. And, Lord, I thank you for visiting her and for guiding her and showing her the way you want her to go. And any questions that she has about any situations, you're always the one to go to first, God. You have an answer. We may not understand it immediately, but we walk it out by faith and trust God, and he will do what he says he will do because he's God. He can't fail. So, Lord, I thank you for clearing up her mind concerning anything that she's unclear about and knowing that you're the one who has the answer and she's going to trust in you. And, Lord, any bit of, of, of confusion, we come against that right now in the name of Jesus. And we speak health, wholeness, and clarity of mind in the name of Jesus for the things that she's to come into in this next season in her life. And in this season as well, O oh Lord, we give you the glory and we thank you for it. Amen. So hi, Mimi. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm okay. How are you doing? My finances. Mm-hmm. A job. Mm-hmm. And for my family to be closer. Amen. And for my safety. For my safety. And for the people to be um, exposed for what they're doing. Hmm. All right. So for your safety, you said, and for a job, and for money, and for family yeah. situations. Yeah, I just yeah, think you had a lot of... Right, a lot of questions going on here. You said, I have a lot of questions? No, questions about what to do next. You know, it's like God kind of, you know, just like, kind of like what you're saying. You just need God to just show up and give you some answers concerning and direction concerning yeah. those things you just mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, so whew, he's an on-time God because I did just sense there were a lot of things that you had you know, on your mind. So, Lord, we just thank you for uh, for clearing some things up for her. Lord, we thank you for doors opening for a job. We thank you, Lord, for the manifestation of um, your presence. Make me think, I, I keep going back to that song. I just, I played that song earlier that I had on twice. Because I normally don't do that. But it, um, it says miracles happen when you move, God. When you move, God, miracles can happen. They will happen. So, Lord, we're just asking that in this situation involving the family, involving the job, the money, her safety, everything that she needs an answer to, we thank you, Lord, that we can expect miracles to happen. I mean, you're still a miracle-working God. 
I mean, sometimes people expect, you know, that they want us to think that that miracle only happened back in the day. Oh, no, no, no. Miracles happen with our God. So, Lord, I pray that Mimi's faith will rise to a whole new level and that the lying accusations of the enemy, we tell him to shut his mouth in the name of Jesus. You've been speaking and saying stuff and trying to drown out the voice of God. But we speak to you right now, and we plead the blood of Jesus that you shut your mouth, devil. And, Lord, we speak blessing. We speak prosperity. We speak health. We speak wealth. We speak speak over family relations being renewed and restored in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, everything that she has a question about, let it clear up and let her walk with faith, knowing that the God that she serves is a miracle-working God. And miracles happen when God moves into the situation. And let her expect you, God, you, God, to step into the situation and expect a miracle in the name of Jesus. Because you are a miracle-working God. You do miracles every day. There's no reason why she shouldn't expect hers today. So, Lord, we thank you. We give you glory ah, for being the miracle-working God. Every strand of confusion, every thought that comes contrary to the word of God that doesn't motivate her to faith, we come against it right now in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of against the lion words of the enemy that he has spewed out concerning situations that has tried to clog up the blessing. We take authority over it, and we move in by faith and receive by faith what God has already said. Is hers. I'm in agreement with it, God. I'm in agreement. Come into agreement with it, Mimi, and expect mm-hmm. God to move. Come into agreement. The word lets us know when two are in agreement, you know, one, two, 10,000 can go to flight because why? We're in agreement. So come into agreement with me that what you have asked. Mm-hmm. You will believe to receive in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. Glory be to God. That just got me all worked up. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Anything you want to share, Mimi? Um. No, that's it. Um. No. Okay. All right. I think God spoke on your situation because, like I said, I saw just a lot of stuff, and you gave me a list here. <laughs> Family, job. <laughs> Family, job, money, safety, okay. I, I, th- I, I think that's what I was picking up. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on right here. But you know what? Yeah. It's not too hard for God. It's not too much for God. Mm-hmm. Just be in yeah. agreement. We gotta be, we're in agreement right here, right now, Mimi. We're in agreement. I'm in agreement with you. I'm standing Amen. with you in faith. That what you Amen. have asked in petition of God 
that it will come to pass. So I'm in agreement. And we're going to believe that things are going to change because of the power of prayer and the, the power of operating in faith to believe that miracles happen when Jesus, when he shows up on the scene. Things have to change. They have to. The enemy has to back up. You remind the enemy, Mimi, when Jesus shows up, you got to go. When, you, when, when I call on the name of the Lord, you got to move. There's no reasoning here. We're not going to take some sort of a, uh, 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 you know, deal here. The deal is when I speak and I call on the name of the Lord by faith, I expect you to move out of the way. The kind, you're going to have to, I just said, you raise up in some authority here over that lying, sneaky devil. Raise up in some authority. Know your place in God. And release faith out of your mouth with an expectation that whatever you release expecting God to do it, it shall come to pass. I just sense a warrior spirit needs to rise up in you, a warrior for God. Believing that whatever the word of God says, you can have it according to his will and his purpose. We don't have to take a back seat to the enemy. We can speak with authority because when Jesus shows up, you just got to move, devil. That's just it. I mean, we don't have to reason about this thing. I don't have to go into some sort of, you know, situation with you except for I believe in the word of God and what I believe concerning the word of God. I'm believing it to come to pass. I'm not, I don't have to make no deal with you, devil. You got to go. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory. Shout, Mimi. Amen. Glory Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. Shout your victory cry, girl. Amen. My God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Shake it Hallelujah. Off. Praise Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Move out of the way. Hallelujah. Thank you, Woo, Thank you Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Yes. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. My Thank you, Jesus. God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo. Glory be to God. My God, my father, he's showing up. Ah, my God. Now, you got to line up, family. You don't have to line up job. You don't have to line up money. It's mine because we who know God, we can run into him and we are saved. And we're saved. He's a strong tower. The righteous run in. Hallelujah. The righteous run in. You have been named the righteous, not by what you've done, but by what the blood has already been done. You have a relationship with God, don't you, Mimi? 
Yes. Well, you can walk with I authority. Mhm. I think it'll be a little closer. Okay. Well, we'll just we know how to do that. We just repent. We ask God's forgiveness. So, Father God, we just I just come with we're in agreement. I'm here with Mimi tonight. So, Father God, we just thank you. Mimi, just say this. Say, Father God. Father God. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. And anything that I've done that's been displeasing and has caused a problem, remove it from me. And anything I have done that's been displeasing, that's caused a problem, remove it from me. As far as the east from the west. As far as the east is from the west. And I repent of everything that has displeased you. And I repent of everything that has displeased you. And I ask that you forgive me and that I walk closer to you. And I ask that you forgive me and I walk closer to you. And so, God, I expect this to come to and pass. So God, I expect, and so, God, I expect this to come to pass. What I have asked and petitioned of you tonight. Stuff and petitioned of you tonight. I expect it to come to pass in Jesus' name. I expect it to come to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now look for it. <laughs> look for it. Amen. Look Amen. for it. But expectation, you look for it. You be out you be on the lookout for your blessings. You be on the lookout for what you petition the Lord for. Because He's God. And when we come with Amen. repentant heart and we've done things that we know may have displeased him. He said he, he he would make it right. He will throw it into the sea of forgiveness to remember it no more. Amen. And now you can boldly come before the throne of grace. Amen. And your petitions, you can lay them at his feet and expect God to move on them in Jesus' name. Okay. Amen. All right. Well, Mimi, I look forward to hearing back from you with a testimony yeah. for you to say, look mm-hmm. what the Lord has done. My God, he healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me right all time. Oh, look what the <laughs> Lord has done. Mm-hmm. Look what the Lord has done. He healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me. I said, right on time. Oh, look what the Lord has done. Yeah. Look what the Lord has done. Oh, he healed my body. He touched my mind. And he said me was right on time. Oh, look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. He healed my body, and he touched my mind, and he, he said me it was right on time. Oh, I'm going to praise his name. 
Like on the horizon, there is a new day, Valerie. There is a new day dawning. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I just see like a new day dawning. Like when you wake up in the morning and you just Mm -hmm. see the sun rise and you can expect that there's something new, there's something awakening, there's something different, there's a new expectation, there's a new hope because there is a sun that's rising on the horizon for you, Valerie, for a new day. And so, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that she she wakes up and she walks into this new season and this new day expecting things to be different, expecting, you know, because, like, you know, I can go to bed and, you know, okay, yesterday was not so good. It could have been raining. It could have been, you know, whatever. But then when a new day arises, I can come into that new day with an expectation and a hope that things are not going to be the same as it was on yesterday. Hallelujah. Even if it was some good things on yesterday, I can look to God to know that there's something different and something new for me on the next rising of the sun. So, Lord, I thank you tonight that she focuses in not on those things that have happened, but on the things that are to come in Jesus' name. Let her not focus on what used to be, but what God will make the new day to be in Jesus' name. And that she will arise with new hope, she will arise with new expectations, and she will rise with an assurance that, God has brought this new day so that he can take me to a new place in him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And, Lord, we know that you bring things into our lives so that you can present us something different and something new. You know, we serve a multifaceted God. You know, God is multifaceted. And he wants us to know we can access him in his multifaceted way by accessing whatever we need for that day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He can save me, but he's multifaceted. So what I need for him today, I may not have needed from him yesterday. But, Lord, let her walk into the day knowing that whatever it is that she's in need of, He's a multifaceted God, and whatever it is, he has it awaiting for her need for that day. So let her go into Amen. this new season, this new day, with a new expectation that God does not run short on what he has to offer. We give you the glory Amen. and the praise in Jesus' Hallelujah. name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. Glory be to God. My God, it might, I see like a horizon, it looks a little dim, but I see that sun picking, peeping over the, over the mountain, over the trees. I can see him like peeping up, you know, like, oh, there it is. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Glory to God. Woo, Jesus. It's coming. It's coming. You know how that sun comes? Little here, little, little. Oh, praise God. It's there. Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. So, Amen. And you know what? It's, it's almost like that. I sense to tell you, just know that, you know, God may just give you a little glimmer of something and a little bit of here and a little bit there. But a lot of times it's for us to have our faith grow. Because as we expect, 
we, we're pulling on God. We're like, come on, Jesus, come on. And then he sees us and can sense that we're pulling on him for more. Then he'll show us more. Huh? Glory be to God. Pull on him for Amen. a little bit more. You'll see a little bit more. Hallelujah. Pull on him for more. You'll see a little bit more. Huh? Until you see what he's giving you. And he wants you to Amen. understand. Amen. <laughs> Glory be to God. He's there Glory to access. He's there for ex- for you to expect. Expect. Glory be to God. Don't go into the new day with no expectation that God can do whatever he said he can do. God says, I believe he's saying to you, walk in an expectation that I'll do everything I said I was going to do because it's a new day. Amen. It's a new day. Jesus, glory be to God. My God, you're awesome. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. All right. Well, thank you. The hollering. (laughs) Any particular prayer request you had? Um, Yes. Um, Well, let me see. I hate to give you a couple things, but one, um, you know, always watch for my family. Two, I need a job, a decent job. Um, Three, for me to get better. But one other thing that's been on my heart for years, um, this is for uh, someone that I love with every my being. And there have been a lot of good times in the past, but many more bad times over time. And I would love them, all of the bad things we've both done. We didn't go out and kill anybody or anything like that. But I would like them resolved, and I would like us to be brought back together, um, you know, in a good way. I don't. I believe in miracles. I have a lot of faith, but I'm. Amen. I'm just, you know, I. This has been on my heart forever. Right. Well. First, you know, when I, I I like to approach things, especially, you know, some things like how you mentioned is that, well, we approach it like thy will be done, O oh Lord. Yes. Now, we are, we're at a place where we, of understanding that he would never want anything bad for us. Right. And he would always want what is best for us. So in situations we really don't know exactly what's going on, if especially if it involves another person. Mm-hmm. We just, I just try to be mindful of the fact that since I don't know what's going on with that person, and God knows what's going on with that person. Exactly. But he knows my heart. So, God, I would say, you know me, you know my heart. May your will be done in this situation. And then we have to just rest in that because a lot of times, you know, sometimes, you know, we pray for stuff, but we don't know what we're praying for or about. And when we're not sure, when it's another person involved, we don't understand where they are. And so, God, we give them to you. And we say, Lord, do what you need to do in this situation with them. But above it all. Let mm-hmm. your will be done. 
and we rest in it, we leave it alone because we meddle, we move God's hand out of the way, off of the situation, and you don't know what God might need to do with that person to get them into the place that they need to be with you. Right. True. So That's true. The safest place to be in that situation is to say, God, I trust you with this person, and I expect you to move in this situation according to your will, according to your purpose, and according to your plan, because I can trust you all. I know that you love me. I know that you will do good by me and that I want your will. And so, Lord, we thank you for that, and we thank you, Lord, for you moving in this health situation with her. We expect, she can expect that because she knows where she is with God, and she knows what she's asking. So, Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that the miracles manifest concerning that, her job, and her family. And, God, we know that it is your will that we be in health even as our soul prospers. Believe that. As she goes after you, you will come into her for peace, for deliverance, for health, for everything that's good. It comes from you, O oh God. So we thank you. And we expect to see a manifestation concerning these things in the days to come. Mm, glory be to God. I didn't even want to say that. It just came out of my mouth. In the days to come. In the days to come. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I, I, I said that. I didn't know. I wasn't going to say that. It just came out of my mouth. In the days to come. Hallelujah. In the days to come. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. In the days to come. My God. The days to come. Ooh, that just plays right back into what I said I saw as a new day arising. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even realize that. I wasn't even just, I said it, and then I thought, ooh, I think in the days to come. It's like Holy Spirit is saying, because you, I told you about a new day. Yes, amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, that seems when you you know when you hear something about the days to come to me it raised it would in me it would raise my expectation of what God is about to do. You know when somebody say years down the road or you know, but when God led me I believe to say in the days to come and then I talk to you about the rising of a new day and the sun. Amen. It's like you can ta- I think that's something you can tap into right there. You can tap into that with, with, with greater expectation that you can believe, you can look for it. Oh, my God, when the sun rises each day in the days to come. Mm. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Yeah, it's all kind of tying in together. <laughs> to build your faith and to have you walk each day in expectation that it this that this could be the day. Glory be to God. Not the year, but this could be the day. Amen. Ha, glory be to God. This 
to be today, God. I'm looking for it today. I rise up today. I'm looking for it. Oh, not today, next day. Today, God. I can rise up in it today. Glory be to God. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I just pray your everything gets better. So are you suffering from allergies or something? Um, I I don't know if it, I was I was at emergency care for hours the other day with a bunch of blood work and some uncertainty and um it's um bronchitis and maybe oh, pneumonia okay. and well, we come against that in Jesus' name. We just speak that. Hallelujah. Let the rising of the sun for the new day bring new health for her. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 All right. Valerie, is there anything else you want to share with us? I do. And I'm curious. I do, I'm going to ask you I'm going to ask you this. Do okay. you believe, well, two things quick. Do you believe if you asking the Lord for signs, signs, like, Lord, um, I ask in your name, I plead the blood of Jesus, I bind Satan, if something is going to happen, give me X, Y, Z sign, whatever it is. Do you believe that he does that? Okay, so I, I think I missed what you said. You said if you ask the Lord about something in regards to what now? Whatever it is, something on your heart, whatever it is, and you ask him for a sign. Oh, um, for a sign. Yeah, do you, and you, you know, let him know, you ask in his name and plead the blood of Jesus, bind Satan, and, you know, if, if this is meant, whatever it is, you ask for a specific sign, and you get that sign that that's coming from him. I believe it's called like fleecing, and people have in the word of God, there have been fleeces because Gideon fleeced God concerning a battle. So I don't think there's anything. Let me just, let me see something. It's called fleecing the Lord. And, uh, and I know it happened. Okay, fleece. Let's read what it says here. Okay. Putting a fleece out is commonly used in Christian circles to describe the process of seeking to know God's will by asking him for a, to provide a tangible, observable sign answering the believer's question. Is that That's what you're saying, right? I, I think that's what I said, and I can tell you what okay. I said. Yeah, okay. so basically it's a seeking God and you're asking for a sign. That's that's the gist of it right there. Uh, so, right, right. Right, so in Judges 16, 6 and 16, God makes it plain for him. Gideon, you know, he was asking about, you know, uh-oh, I just clicked on, about uh, instructions concern, uh, concerning the battle, and it says, uh, I will, and I can't exactly remember what the fleece right. was, but it was just basically what you're saying. And um, God makes it plain for him. So then it says in Judges 6, 
16, God makes it plain. I will be with you and you shall strike the Midianite as one man. So Gideon's fleeces were not an attempt to, let's see, so Gideon's fleeces were not an attempt to discover God's will, but an attempt to test God because he didn't trust him. So basically here it's saying mm-hmm. that Gideon used it because he wasn't trusting God the way he should, okay? Mm-hmm. Even though he answered him, it's mm-hmm. like it was more like he didn't trust God. Like it's almost like I guess God gave him an answer, but he didn't receive that. He wanted a fleece. He put a fleece before the Lord. Well, God, if that is so, then show me evidence. And so huh? that's what it's saying there. But um, hold on, let me just look something out. God, I don't think it's. I mean, people do fleece God. I mean, let's see. I said, why did people fleece God in the Old Testament? Okay. Okay, what happened with Gideon's fleece? Okay, so this was the exact fleece, what he did. So um, it was about going into battle. So it says here, Gideon has, this is his fleece. If there is no dew, what what we leave outside will be dry. Gideon asked for, God gave him the opposite. The fleece was wet, but the ground was dry. And then the fleece was dry, but the ground was wet. wet. Only divine intervention could make this happen. So I I, I see what you're saying. It is a fleece. And Mm -hmm. it's basically showing how much you trust God. Are you going to trust him when you know that he's spoken something and just go with that? Or are you going to fleece him? You know? Okay. Okay. And then the fleece is like an attempt to, to, you know, it was an attempt to test God because he didn't trust him. That's what right. It right. It's, it's not that I don't trust God because I do. Um, right. It's just I've asked this specific thing over a little time, and it's more like, I don't know if I'm hearing him right. Right. So that's why I said, okay, God, I ask this in your name. You know, I bind Satan, plead plead your blood, you know, plead the blood of Jesus. And I said, if I hear a certain phrase, the phrase means something to me, and it's not a super common phrase at all. And as I was driving from my house, over to somewhere within probably 10, 15 minutes, a specific song came on with that exact phrase. And I said, wow, I didn't know if that came from the Lord or if that was me wishfully thinking. But as the song came on and I started to sing, I was like, wait a minute, the song has the phrase I just asked you for. Oh, my gosh. And I felt like that came from him. But yeah, I don't know right. if I was right or wrong. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, that's happened to me. I mean, and as far as like me meditating on something and maybe not verbalizing it, but basically thinking on those things, and all of a sudden 
these things come up. So I don't know if that's really considered more like a fleece or just a prayer that the Holy Spirit, because it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like a mm-hmm. per se a fleece when I'm asking right. God about something and something just happens miraculously. I don't know so much if that's a fleece. That's basically, mm-hmm. to me, the Holy Spirit moving in and uh operating on what you've asked. You may not have even verbalized it, but the spirit of God in you understands, you know, and of course you're, you're connected with the spirit of God. So the mm-hmm. spirit of God knows your thoughts even before you say them. Oh, and absolutely. I've had that happen to me. Yeah, I mean, I've had that happen to me and I don't think really in that sense that it's a flea. It's just the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. showing up to confirm that you are in sync with the Holy Spirit. Which, uh, forgive me when I ask you, which means that uh, I did verbalize it, but when you say in sync, I guess I'm trying to follow. It's, well, like connect, uh, that you're connecting, that the Spirit of God, how, what does the word say about us? We, we operate and know him by spirit and in truth. Right. So, you know, if we don't have a relationship with him, then, you know, of course, it let the word says his sheep know his voice. So mm-hmm. that is a relationship. It's just like a baby who knows a mother who has a child, and she knows her right. baby's cry. Right, right. So that's I, how I we know. are with them. Yeah, that's how we are with God. He knows us, and we should right. know him like that. And right. so when it, you know, so that kind of thing. But you can do a little research on it, but I, I don't really see that as a regular, like, fleece really per se. I mean, you did verbalize it, but in a sense you are saying, God, kind of like a test, like, okay, God, you know, or you do this. But you know what? I would just, after a situation like that, I would just remain quiet before God, and I believe he will answer you. Okay. That makes sense. I would just be and quiet. I would never test God. I would never test God because I believe without a word, God knows us from the tip of our hair to the tip of our toes, and we don't need to say a word. He knows our heart. He knows even if we're thinking a negative thought because we're mad, and he knows we're going to get mad. He knows we're even going to yell at him sometimes. But, you know, he knows we're human, and he made us that way. And, you know, so I I know he, you know, I, I would never test him. And that wasn't a test. That was my way of saying, God, I've asked you this a million times. And and I've never quite understood what the answer was. So let me be super specific so I get that, you know, like, let me be so clear. And that's why I said it the way I did, because I wanted to make sure I was understanding what he was saying. Right, right. And then you, I would just say, be quiet before God. You know, he, he know, you know he knows, and he knows exactly. he heard. So right. I would just be quiet before him because I believe he will answer, and he's going to make it okay. plain. Okay, so I, that I wasn't mean, my answer then? That wasn't your what now? That wasn't my answer when I asked for that specific phrase. 
I got that specific phrase from the song. As this, oh, with the song? Yeah, I asked for a specific phrase, and it was something that meant to me. Mm-hmm. Huh? Okay. It was a I asked specific this. phrase in the song. Say that again? I said you're saying it was a specific phrase in the song. Right. I said, Lord, you know, I'm confused. I, I let me hear this specific phrase anywhere from somebody from, it didn't matter how I heard this phrase. It was something that was meaningful to be the phrase. And right. it didn't matter how it came about. And as I left my house and started driving to where I was going, a song happened to come on with that exact phrase in it. And again, it wasn't a common phrase. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. There's my phrase. I just asked you for that specific (laughs) phrase, Lord. So I didn't know if that was my answer. And I mean, I've had that happen to me, but what I'm saying is even with that, and if it is, you rest in the fact that this is you, God, it's going to happen. I mean, this is the answer. You know, you will allow it to come to pass. Okay. You know, just have confidence. I mean, yeah, just rest in the fact that you believe that that he answered you. Okay. Okay, I will do that. Yeah, yeah, just rest in that. And if that is as it is, it will Mm -hmm. manifest. I mean, the manifestation of it is going to come to pass. But I would rest in that. You know, I wouldn't even worry about, you know, anything. I wouldn't question it or anything. I mean, God will make it known. That's the whole thing. He will make it known. If if it's his will and you're confident that you heard this in relation to what you were talking to the Lord about, mm-hmm. just rest in it. Just, I would rest in it. Don't be anxious about it. Don't, you know, just rest in that. And uh, because the word lets us to be anxious for nothing, even if we think it is. We, even if we know, hey, I'm supposed to do this next week, and I know mm-hmm. that it's set up, I'm not supposed to be anxious about it. I'm just supposed to rest in the fact that this is what it is and this is how it will be. And so with this situation, that's all we are ever supposed to do, never to be anxious of, over anything, regardless of whether we think God is telling us to do it or not. We just rest in the fact that God is God, and he will make it come to pass. I just rest in it. Amen. Okay. And that was the other thing I was going to ask you to kind of hit. When I give something to him, say, Lord, please take this off of me, you, you work. You know, you do with it what you, you know, see fit. And then right. have you ever given something to God and then taken it back and then give it to him and take it back? How do you just give it to him and not be anxious or not take it back from him, if that makes sense? A lot of prayer. <laughs> A prayer. Okay. You know what I mean, though. Right? I know. It's, well, we've all been there, you know. Yes. I've been there. I, I believe me, I've been there, and um, it's not anything that we don't deal with, and we just give it back. I mean, there's and and I'll be honest with you, there's some things you can trust easier with God and let it go mm-hmm. 
a little easier than there are some things, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just depending on what it is. There are some things I can actually say, you know, I can kind of lay it down and walk away, you right. know, because I've experienced those things before and I saw, I saw the hand of God move in on those mm-hmm. things. And I, you know, and I, and I, and because of that relationship and what I went through before, I can trust God with it a lot easier mm-hmm. than I can with a situation that I've never gone through before. And, you know, right. a lot of times God will allow us to go through things because through each time of going through this, we're being processed to understand how to handle it differently the next time. Right. And so with some things, I don't take them back. I do leave them there. And with other things mm-hmm. that I have had no previous experience with, it's harder mm-hmm. to leave it there and walk away. I just have to be honest with you. I go back right, right, a few right. times. <laughs> you know? I always see he's up there looking at Go ahead. <laughs> it's just human nature. I mean, you know, so we just have to, you know, God, and God understands that. You know? Okay, right. We grow in faith daily. I mean, you grow in faith. You don't just like, bam, I'm in faith for everything. No, we grow in faith. We grow in faith by experiences. Just like in a normal growth cycle. You know, children grow by going through, you know, periods of life, adolescence, you know, know, and you learn from experience how to trust the next step. And we grow in faith like that. Right. So it's nothing that we, you know, I used to beat myself up about stuff. (laughs) I'm with you. (laughs) Yeah, I used to beat myself up. But, you know, I've learned that God under, you know, I have a better understanding that God understands me. And and just to think of it, though, like this, Valerie, is that when we grow in this, we are learning in this process. And by the process, we are being made strong. So we are being made strong. Because if we didn't go through it, there would be nothing we would gain through it or from it that would strengthen us for the next thing. But because these things happen, that we be made strong, that's why by the next time we go through it, We've gained the strength and the knowledge that we experienced from the last time, and that's why something we can lay at his feet and walk away and some things we haven't, because we haven't grown in that situation. We haven't grown in faith in that area. So. Okay. Amen to that. That makes a lot of sense. I understand that. Yeah. I See, I always say he's up there just looking down, shaking his head at me, going, is this girl ever going to get it? Oh, she exhausts me sometimes. <laughs> and I'm, a, I'm being a little funny. But, you know, I just can't even imagine if he was to come and sit down next to me and we were to have a conversation, what he would say to me. You know, I mean, what we would verbally talk about, like he'd be like, uh, he'd give me a hit upside the head just to say, are you listening sometimes? And I, I'm being funny, but I just I can't imagine some days. Yeah, and sometimes we, you know, we have to remember that he's a compassionate God. And, of course, oh, I, know. I mean, you know, but we, 
we are the frail in our frailty he understands our humanness and that's why you know Jesus came to live in this man you know as a man mm-hmm. to understand the humanity of which we experience and that the whole point of Jesus coming to live and to to live and to be a man here on earth was that he could convey to the father with a greater understanding and compassion of what we go through. You know, that's an awesome God to think that, that is. you know, he, he allowed his son to come and live in the frailty of humanity so that he could have a better understanding of his creation. I mean, that's, to me, that's just. That's the ultimate sacrifice. That's love. Yes. That is love. That yeah. is love. And every time I hear or read of the way Jesus died, I mean, I know he's in, you know, he went to the most amazing place and he rose, you know, rose. And, but every time I read or hear how he died, it, it breaks my heart that he was allowed or that people let him, made him do that. It just crushes my heart. You know, he had to carry the cross to his, where he was being, you know, crucified and and just kills me and breaks my heart so much. But he got the ultimate reward. So I don't know if that makes sense, but did you hear, did you hear what he said? Hello? I don't know, where'd she go? Are you there? No? Did you hit mute? I can't hear no, you. But... There you are. There you are. Okay. okay you there me? you are. I can hear you now. I don't know if you heard what I said. Yeah, I heard. I heard about, everything you said. Mm-hmm. About the way Jesus died. Yeah, yeah, it, it makes, makes me sad. I mean, again, he's in the ultimate place with his father, but just how he died and how he was made to, you know, it, it, it just makes me sad. Yeah. He, you yeah. Know. It's a sad thing, you know, and, but he, and we and, know that he did it because of love. I know. I know. And that's, that, that knows, lets us know that, you know, God so loved the world, that's it, that he gave his yeah. only begotten son. Only begotten son, right? Right. You know, so that was a desire to know this creation that he had here on earth. Right. And right. offered a way out, a way out of hell, yes. you know? A way Amen. out. There was no other, you know, there was no way out. Jesus came to be the way out. And, um, you know, we with that, we know that God had to love us a lot. He's not here to try to make us, make fun of us. Because right. know, he has an understanding because Jesus lived in a, you know, in this state for 33 yeah. years. So that the father would have a better understanding of what, we would go through. 
Amen. Yeah, that's awesome, God. That awesome, awesome, God. So, I will. I don't know if you have more callers. But, um, yeah, I, well, I think honestly, um, I do. I think it dropped off. I don't know. It said something about it's gonna drop off pretty soon because this thing is set. But I still got people on there until this thing cuts us oh. off. Okay, well, let me let you take their calls and talk to them. But I thank you, and I am so glad I got to talk to you and, you know, get yes. out the spirit I needed. And um, God bless you. And I will thank touch base with you at some point and let you know how things are going. Okay, yeah, yeah, reach back out. I had taken a little break for a while because they had me working like 12-hour shifts. And, you know, oh. um, I'm on the East Coast as well. You're on the, yeah, you're in New York. So yeah, I'm on the East Coast. Yeah, so I, I start, they had me working 12 hours and had me starting earlier than nine, than 10 a.m. I started at 10 a.m. And then I they had me working straight through for like 12 hours and I was an oh hour off. And I was like, last week, you know, I bucked it. And then <laughs> the week before they had me, and I told us, they can't be scheduling me on Monday like that. So right, this right. Monday, I noticed they they took it off. So I'll be working oh, 12 hours God. on Wednesday. Yeah. Because I have a prayer. I have a community prayer thing on Monday nights as well. So um, Monday nights, if we don't have our, our community prayer on Tuesday where we meet at the chapel and we pray. Then on Mondays we have a conference call where we pray and we've gone around our county and prayed and, and, you know, over the land of this county and you know, so I was, that was really important to me. So they were really trying to the enemy was trying to work against me with that, but mm. <laughs> I came out. God, God saw you through it. Absolutely. Amen. Well, that's, yes. Amen. Amen. Well, be blessed, Valerie. I hope we get to talk to you again soon. Oh, most definitely. I will. And you be blessed also. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Good night. You're welcome. Good night. God bless. God bless. All right. So let's see. I'm going to go back up here. There's a hand up. 919-995. All right, so they didn't answer. I prayed over them earlier. 330, let's see. It's going to work. 330-983. Hello, 330-983, this is Angela Joy, and who am I speaking with? I do hear something on the line, but I can't make it out. Three three zero nine eight three. All right, all right. We have a couple more calls on the line. If you want prayer, just raise your hand. Press one, and I'll pray with you. Be happy to pray with you. All right. So we've got yeah eight zero three seven five four. All right. Well, I guess that might be it. I can't get those other ones. They have their their hand up, but there's I don't know what's going on. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much tonight for uh, tuning in and uh, being a part of what God is doing here at Prophetic Grace Network. 
I pray you all have a wonderful rest of the, well, it's it's Monday morning now, East Coast time. So I hope you have a wonderful day, and I hope that the Lord will guide and protect and lead you and give you what you need to move on into that place that God's calling you to. We're in a season, guys, where there is change, and we can expect change. So thanks again for calling in for our Prophetic Grace Network. Uh, This is Angela Joy saying good night. Don't forget to reach out and be a part of the calls tomorrow if you can. Uh, Prophet Randy and I believe, uh, I don't know who comes on earlier, and then uh, he'll be on, you know, have shows throughout the week. Be blessed, good night, and understand God is with you. Good night, everybody.